This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at the grain markets for Thursday, February 8th. Well, it's crop report day, finally. The markets have been kind of chopping around, waiting for these numbers to get behind us. And also the Brazil crop report, which came out this morning. Sweet markets yesterday were actually higher, led by Chicago. Uh, the other two markets were barely unchanged to slightly higher. So it was pretty much Chicago leading the way up yesterday. Corn was pushing into new low. Soybeans tested the low from a couple days ago. Didn't quite break below it and then close slightly above it, but certainly not a lot of upward momentum coming in the soy complex. And of course, most of this is based on the weather in Argentina. Looks like they are going to dodge a bullet here after about four weeks of dryness and the last week being really hot down there. They are finally getting a break in the weather. The rains have started to come for Argentina. Buenos Aires started a couple days ago. It looks like the rest of Argentina is going to get a nice good soaking rain over these next few days. And added to that, now the longer range forecast for later into next week is bringing yet more rain for that key area. So they are going to get some follow-up rain. So it looks like Again, we've dodged a bullet in Argentina. We dodged a big bullet in Brazil earlier this year. So I think that corn and soybeans, the, you know, the downward trend is well intact. And it's likely that that's going to continue. I think the markets will hold tight until we get today's crop report behind us. But I don't see that bullish of a, a number coming for soybeans. Even if USDA really took a hatchet to soy production, uh, I, I don't think it would be enough to really stop this downward momentum. Especially since CONAB this morning, which is Brazil's official ag agency, their soybean production, it uh, came in at 149.4 million tons, which is down 6 million tons from last month's estimate. That's a pretty good chop. I don't think USDA will be that aggressive. And soybean markets this morning are up like a nickel. So it's not getting a lot of traction, even with a production number that really brings it more into line with where most of their private estimates are. So they took uh, planted acres for soybeans down 100 thousand hectares to 45.1 million hectares. Yields are down 0.1 tons per acre at 3.31 at tons per acre, excuse me, hectare, tons per hectare. And then, of course, production at 149.4 and exports at 94 million tons is down 4 million. So Brazil is, is uh, making some notable adjustments here, and it's really not enough to move the market very much. For second season corn, they've got planted hectares at 15.9 million, which is down half a million hectares from last month's estimate. Yield is left unchanged at five and a half tons per hectare. Production is estimated at 88.1 million tons. That's down 3.1 million tons from last month. And then all corn exports were lowered 3 million to 32 million tons. So again, there too, the Brazilian government taking a pretty good chop off of the top end of corn and soybean production. For wheat, they actually increased production 2.1 million tons to 10.2 million tons. So we've got Brazil's official numbers behind us. Now we just wait a couple hours here until we get USDA's numbers. That'll be at 10 o'clock mountain time. In the meantime, we're looking at the continued issue of 
transportation costs. Most ships are now being diverted away from the Red Sea and taking it down around Africa, which is just a huge increase in cost, time, which is affecting mostly the European Union and the Black Sea countries. But it's it's ultimately going to affect everybody. It's just clogging shipping lanes. And as it is, the Panama Canal has reported that they just simply cannot take on any more traffic. So there aren't many options. And this is going to slow down traffic. It's going to make ships unavailable. It's going to obviously increase significantly the cost. So this is going to add to some inflation pressures. And it's uh, going to it's going to filter back to everybody as far as you know the cost of consumer goods, if they can get them at all, in time on top of that. So this is an issue that doesn't seem to be being resolved very quickly, and it, it's unlikely that it will until we wipe out all the Houthi fighters, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen either. That's going to be pretty difficult to do. So we can expect to see these issues continue for quite a while. Panama Canal is, is stating that they will not really be able to take on more traffic at the earliest until midsummer when the rains normally start coming for them. So we'll just have to hope that they actually get a, a better year this year than they had last year. Just another quick note on the weather. Climate guys are pointing to this El Nino as being one of the strongest on record. It uh, ranks like number six on records. It's pretty intense, but it looks like it's going to burn itself out fairly quickly. They expect it to be gone by summer at the latest. Then we'll go into a neutral state for a while. Then they expect La Nina to come back up either by late summer or the fourth quarter of 2024. So we should be looking at a La Nina that's fairly well intact by the time we get into the winter months. Now, it might be late enough to avoid issues for the southern hemisphere wheat crops. We'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. The EIA report yesterday for ethanol production, they took production up 1.033 million barrels per day. That's a jump of 4%. The trade was looking for an increase of just 3%. And it's 3.3% higher than where we were a year ago. So that consumed 105 million bushels of corn and produced 304 million gallons of actual ethanol. Blender demand was up 1% of 11,000 barrels per day. So they are consuming 839,000 barrels per day. And that is up 2.4% over a year ago. Ethanol stocks at 24.8 million barrels. That was up 2%. The trade was looking for a jump of just 1%. And it's also 1.5% more than a year ago. So that casts kind of a, a bearish tone obviously to the ethanol market, but also to the corn market as well. As it looks like stocks are building, margins are going to drop, and that might uh, push production down just a bit. But the biggest driver, of course, is the weather in Argentina, and that's a real drag on the row crops. Wheat this morning is down about 11, so it's not uh, finding much support either. Whatever it gained yesterday is giving it all back. It is stuck in this very choppy pattern for the last couple weeks. You know, normally, seasonally, we tend to push higher into early February, tend to peak out right around the crop report, which is today. Uh, it just is not happening. The wheat market just can't seem to find a direction here. So the concern is, of course, that if corn and soybeans continue on lower, which it sure looks like that's the path of least resistance, 
that wheat is going to get drugged down lower as well. And with seasonal patterns tending to be lower as you get into late February, that's probably going to be your path of least resistance too. So if you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.